Hello, this is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awaken Tarot Podcast, and I'm going to start this episode with taking a giant bite of humble pie uh, because ah, the funniest thing that's ever happened. Uh, so on Patreon, once a month, we have AMAs, and like we just got done with this month's AMA where I had like a super great conversation with everybody who joined, and... <laughs> I was at one point I had said that I had been pulling the seven of cups a lot for myself and that I was having a hard time kind of understanding how it pertained to a specific scenario. And so I was asking, we were talking about that and um, we were talking about how like everyone else reads it and stuff like that. And um, I'm kind of talking about like, you know, uh, Anthony on Patreon talked about how the tower shows up in one of the cups. And I was like, yeah, that's right. That is the tower. You're totally right. And then I was like, I was like, and then, you know, the laurel wreath shows up in several cards as does, as does the person with the curly hair. Like specifically, that's the child from the sun who grows up to be a bunch of different characters throughout the minor arcana. And then I was like, and I was like, and then there's this mushroom keep in mind, I have taught this card on this podcast before. And Michael, one of the Patreons, just in the most respectful way possible says, is that a mushroom? Please keep in mind that I've had this deck for years and years and years and years. I have been teaching tarot for a while and I have been reading tarot for a while. And all of my tarot loving life, I have thought that was a mushroom. I have taught it on this podcast as a mushroom. Michael, so sweetly corrected me. He said, Jacqueline, is that a mushroom? I said, of course it's a mushroom. I looked at it. I was like, that mushroom has hands. That's not a mushroom. That's a person. That's a person with a shroud over their head, holding their hands out. Very mushroom-esque. We did decide that that person <clears throat> did look like a fun guy. A fun guy! If I get canceled for anything, it won't be current events. It'll be that pun specifically. Um, <laughs> that being in. Thank you, Michael, for pointing out to me that that is a person with a shroud over their head um, and not, in fact, a mushroom. I appreciate that greatly and will keep that in mind for future uh, <laughs> future teaching endeavors. I'm sorry. That's just the funniest. Truly, we will never, ever, any single one of us, understand tarot completely and we will learn something new about it constantly, whether that's a revelation or whether that's learning that one of the symbols on one of the cards that you literally teach is not, in fact, a mushroom and is, in fact, a person because that that person has hands. Uh, I'm so glad you all have chosen to listen to this podcast and let me teach you tarot. Um, let's dive into current events. We still have a lot going on with East Palestine, Ohio. There's still just a lot to pay attention to there. A lot of chemicals, acid rain, like it has been raining in, o in Ohio and people near the East Palestine area are like, this is not normal. There's oil sheens on water. A lot of oil with preservatives that have no kind of regulation have been released into the water system. The main concern is no longer vinyl chloride. It is in fact, all of the preserved petroleum, not raw petroleum preserved with a bunch of added that none of us really know what they are, just released into the environment um, and into our water system. And anybody downstream of East Palestine, Ohio, should be paying attention to the to the to what's being updated. I know that the governor has said that he has rejected President Biden's help with this matter, which to me is just like dumber than me thinking that person in the Seven of Cups was a mushroom. But that's what that's where we are. Um, so please pay attention. Please pay attention to what's going on and do your research, specifically if you are in Ohio or you live downstream of the East Palestine Ohio River.
we, of course, have, as one of my Patreons, Monique, pointed out today, a lot of things happening in primary elections happening in Arkansas that we should be paying attention to. I know that voting is truly a privileged thing and that saying go vote is a privileged thing when there's active voter suppression happening. But, you know, vote. And if you're going to vote, then also get involved in actively dismantling voter suppression. So that means actively dismantling systemic racism, actively paying attention to those who are marginalized within your community whose votes would be suppressed. Uh, I think that's very important. We also have just a fuck ton of anti-trans legislation being pushed across the fucking country. It's becoming more it's becoming more glaringly obvious that the Republicans don't have a lot policy-wise that actually benefits everybody. So what they do is they take like culture war topics like abortion, Roe v. Wade, or in this case, the trans community, and they make it a political standpoint. So they're tackling gender affirming care. They are tackling and trying to get rid of drag shows specifically here in Tennessee, a law passed that would target drag shows. And if you live anywhere that is pushing anti-trans legislation, you need to be calling your representatives and telling them to fucking stop. You need to, if you can, be attending town halls or or places where these hearings are happening. You need to be supporting your friends and community in in the trans community who it's not safe for them right now. Um, and while a lot of people in the trans community are coming out to speak for themselves or their family members, like some of them are fucking scared and rightfully so. So putting yourself out there, your voice out there in support and listening to active advocates and activists in the trans community who are actively attacking these harmful and quite frankly abusive bills and legislations. Um, it's so fucking sad. Um, you know, of course, we have all of the revolutions happening in Iran right now in regards to human rights um, violations that are happening there. Um, you know, they're actively executing people who even peacefully protest. Um, it's a very sad reality of living in Iran right now. Uh, and then, of course, you've got all of this happening in Ukraine, the war that's been going on now for almost a year exactly. Uh, Russia has also, as I said last week, Russia was getting ready to talk about or to have some sort of like broadcasted <clears throat> speech that Putin gives. And Putin has decided to remove himself from SMART, which is essentially an agreement between our two countries to inspect nuclear facilities where we send people over there to inspect their nuclear facilities and where they're creating these weapons. And then they send people over here. Uh, Russia has exited that agreement. Now, it's important to keep in mind that Russia has not been um, complying with a lot of the rules and um, policies that are a part of that treaty. So it's not like they, they haven't let an American inspector come in and look at things. So they've not actively been a participating member of the treaty for a while. So essentially pulling out of this treaty is kind of like a grandstanding and like a threat to America that, you know, threatening us with nuclear war, which isn't a thing because it's mutually assured destruction. So don't start panicking. I don't want you to panic. But this is kind of a sign of Russia escalating in regards to their very extreme imperialist and fascist theology and propaganda. Um, there's also been talk about Putin essentially drafting all college age, I, I, I think specifically males, but it might be college kids in general. So it's just going to result in mass death. We've also, of course, had like the absolutely terrible and destructive hurricane, not hurricanes, earthquakes that have happened in Turkey where 30 
3,000 plus people have died or gone missing. And so if you can get in, if you have extra money to donate, I know there's like a ton of stuff and we all, so many of us do not have money, but we also have, we also have our voices and we also have our awareness. And sometimes the best thing we can do is to keep talking about the things that are affecting other people. You know, it's the very, it's the bare minimum. It is the very least we can do is to recognize that things are happening. So there's that. Let's dive into the card. <laughs> we are talking about the Queen of Pentacles, and I'm actually really excited to talk about this because one of my dear friends, um, Jessica, uh, was asking me about this card today, and so I've already, I kind of already had the card on my mind to to talk about, and I'm really excited about that. Um, the suit of Pentacles, as I've said in a previous episode, there's an entire episode on kind of like the theme of the suit of Pentacles, but the suit of Pentacles really talks about taking the previous three suits where we're really working on all of our inside stuff, and then bringing it out into the real world. And the Queen of Pentacles is incredibly interesting because it's the queen, which represents water, because of course, court cards are double elemented. So <clears throat> the queen represents water or water represents the queen and then Pentacles goes along with earth. So we've got water and earth. This is kind of a water and earth, earth being things that the earth is made out of, kind of like us. Like if you've ever heard that very Catholic Lentish, which is appropriate because we're about at Lent now. Uh, but it's like we are we are all made of dust and to dust we shall return. You hear that specifically on Ash Wednesday. Uh, the Queen of Pentacles is very often talking about water and earth bodies, literally bodies, literally our bodies um, or a body of any living thing because we're all made of earth and water which I think is pretty fascinating. I was talking earlier to my friend in regards to, you know, the Queen of Pentacles talking about having this kind of intuitive, in-depth understanding of body, of health, of our physical surroundings, how to make things kind of thrive and grow. I like to think of the Queen of Pentacles as someone who has found this land or settled in on this land and kind of like a sim player or Animal Crossing or whatever, like farming, Stardew Valleyed this entire beautiful oasis out of pretty much nothing. They were just like, you know what? Like, I have, I know, I I know enough about how nature works and about how weather works and about when to plant my when to plant my flowers and what the weather is like to be able to grow all of this fertile fertile land. I want to backtrack here just a second to kind of break down what this card looks like. Of course, you've got the queen. They are sitting in their throne. The throne is kind of adorned and engraved with an angel on top and then like pears and fruit um, and other and like different kind of animals towards the bottom. The queen is in a red gown type cloak uh, gown with a green cloak hanging like coming out from their crown down their back. And their crown has is very is golden. And on top, it looks to me like there's either there's like flowers or even like a little angel with wings on it. Um, above them is a tr it's a tree that has kind of like a trellis over the top of the queen that has roses on it. <clears throat> and then the queen is, of course, sitting in, you know, this kind of lush area with mountains in the background and water. And there's a little bunny jumping across the front corner of the bottom right side of the card. So this is a very springy, a very springy card. You've got a lot of life, a lot of lushness happening. And whenever I think of the queen of pentacles, I kind of get very, um, how do I, whenever I think of the queen of pentacles, I get very like empress, like 
energy in a way, um, empress and emperor-like energy, kind of like this very deep understanding of how the world and nature's laws work. Um, and it, to the extent that they can actually create, um, kind of in a way where like when we're talking about the suit of wands, the suit of cups, and the suit of swords, we're really dealing with our internal world, our in our our internal mix up, like how things kind of work inside our brains, inside our hearts, inside our bodies. But the pentacle suit kind of brings that out into the real world in front of us. And when you've got the queen of pentacles, kind of that inner mixing of like dreams, intuition, feelings, heart, and then pentacles, earth, it's all of this kind of like nurturing coming out, which gives us that kind of like, which is how that ties back into the empress energy. Um, Cause that is a, another archetype of a person who is incredibly familiar with the cycles of nature and of lushness of spring and summer and all of that. Um, when we pull the Queen of Pentacles for ourselves, um, it's kind of this encouragement to like really lean into our understanding of how our bodies work, how our finances work, how where we put our money, you know, um, how where we put our money energetically affects other things. Like, are we putting our money into businesses like Amazon? Listen, we all shop at Amazon. We've all done it. But we also, like, if we're going to shop at Amazon, we also need to be putting our money and our energy towards things like independent bookstores or small businesses, you know, things like that. Because at the end of the day, like, we need to have that understanding, that intuitive understanding about how where we put our money and our energy helps grow other things. That can be a really um, kind of faceted way that the Queen of Pentacles shows up. Where are you putting your money? How are you prioritizing your health? Are you listening to your body? Are you fucking tired? Do you need to lay down? Um, are you taking care of things physically the way that you need they they need to be taken care of? Um, for instance, you know, the Queen of Pentacles is a really good card when it comes up for like our physical health, right? Like you've not been feeling super good. You're feeling really run down. You just feel really yucky in your body. You've been having a lot of like self-image issues and you pull the queen of pentacles and it's like, well, you haven't really been resting, have you? You haven't really been taking care of your body. Are you listening to your body? Are you listening to what it needs? Are you eating the way that you need to, whether that means actually letting yourself indulge or whether that means, you know, like, eating a vegetable because you haven't had a cucumber or something green in the last seven weeks. Um, you know, something like that. Or are you drinking enough water? Like your body thrives on water. Have you been, are you dehydrated? Um, it can also talk about kind of like nurturing, like, um, you know, if you pulled this in a career reading, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of talking about, are you really fulfilled? And what you're doing, are you, is what you're doing fulfilling you? Like, yes, you need to make money, but if you're not fulfilled by it, are how do you, how are you getting along? You're just kind of slowly dying and withering. Um, how can you find, that's not saying quit your job, but it is saying like, how do you find fulfillment again? Is it maybe important to find fulfillment somewhere other than your job? If like, rather than living to work, like how can you use work to support how you live? Um, you know, it also can talk about in a relationship reading of like, hey, like, you know, maybe your partner needs a little bit more care, maybe a little bit more time to to grow and to thrive, or maybe you need a little more care and a little more time to grow and thrive. Um, you know, um, the Queen of Pentacles is a really beautiful intermingling of, you can think of it as kind of watering a, a garden. 
in a lot of ways, it's an encouragement to, you don't want too much water, right? You want just enough water. You don't want to water something every day, or maybe you do. This is, see, y'all, you have to remember that I have a very hard time keeping plants alive. So don't take me verbatim here. Kind of like think about the metaphor of the concept of watering your garden, which is you, you kind of need to familiarize yourself with what you're trying to grow. It's not enough to like know that something needs water or sunlight. You have to know how much sunlight, how much water, and when you do it. And the Queen of Pentacles really encourages us to be more intimately familiar with our needs, our physical needs. It's a really beautiful card that kind of reminds us that we need to tend to ourselves and to others in the way that's appropriate. So the Queen of Pentacles can often talk about love languages, how we actively show someone we care about them. You know, Gabe and I, after we had Evie, um, and I think a lot of new parents go through this specifically with like the first child, like we kind of had like a six to eight month rough patch of like, oh my God, like resentment. And I can't, you know, can't like figure out how to relate to each other anymore. And, you know, that's, that's all a learning process. that's supernatural. But like one of the things that we really, you know, cards that I pulled as I was going through that process of trying to like, remind myself what it's like not to just be a mother, but to be a partner, right? Um, Is the queen of pentacles. And that really reminded me to like, what is my husband's love language? It is acts of service. So how can I be better about monitor, like keeping my energy to the point where I, you know, like where I'm not so spent at the end of the day, what can I give up? What can I, what can I do to be able to provide my husband an act of service in regards to making him tea or bringing him a cup of water or asking him if I can make dinner um, rather than depending on him. Whereas for him, this was like, I need words of affirmation. I need quality time and touch and really kind of like cultivating and watering and tending that thing. Um, So, you know, when we pull the queen of pentacles, the important thing here to remember is that we're kind of taking these internal, specifically our feelings, right? Our intuition, how we feel about something and remembering that we can trust that to help us tend to something. And we need to familiarize and become more intimate with the thing that we're trying to grow, whether that is our self-confidence, whether that is our body, whether that is our health, whether that is our relationship, whether that's our career even, remembering that there is that kind of balance between water and earth and that typically we're a little bit more water than we are earth. You know, humans are... I think like 73% water. Don't quote me on that. I thought that the person with hands in the seven of cups was a mushroom. So I'm obviously not the end all be all of all things science. But um, I do think that I do know that we are mostly water. And so when we're looking at the suit of pentacles, which is all of this outside stuff, right? It's so important to remember that to get things on the outside, to get things to materialize, it starts internally first. And it starts kind of like starts in our heart and with remembering that we are as intuitive as we are material. Um, so when we pull the Queen of Pentacles, it's a we need to familiarize and be more intimate with that kind of physical world around us um, and that we can do it. So that is the Queen of Pentacles. I also want to point out that when I teach the court cards, I should say this every time I teach a court card, and I apologize for not. Someday I'll do an episode on just court cards. But when we, when I teach court cards, I always tell people that this is different ways of us using the ace. And here in the Queen, um, specifically the Queen of Pentacles, this is a person who is holding on to that ace, holding on to that seed. And they're already sitting in such a lush environment. And it's gone from being like a need that they have to like grow something like, oh my God, I need to grow something because I need food to being like, this is a thing that I'm going to nurture because I can and I'm going to choose 
the spot that's best for and how to best grow it. And it's not coming from a place of need and of, and of poverty, but coming from a place of, I just want to see this grow. Um, and I think that that's a really good kind of like mental image to carry with you when we talk about the Queen of Pentacles. As we all know, it is now that part of the podcast where I take a long second and chug some of this coffee I've had sitting quite in front of me for the last 23 minutes and 29 seconds. Mm, yum, coffee. Uh, it's the collective reading. That's what it's time for. Uh, the collective reading for this coming week is the star. I love pulling the star, partly because my daughter has a five planet stellium in Aquarius, and that is the sign that rules the star um but also because it is such a it such a good chance to remind us about like the physical healing that can take place when we allow ourselves to have the cathartic experience of purging emotion whether that's having a good cry whether that is choosing to listen to music to help suit your mood um whether that is reading a book or watching a show whether that's actively talking through your feelings, it's doing something that's going to involve healing. The water pourer is pouring water on <clears throat> onto earth to create little streams, but also into water. And it's and they are naked and they're sitting underneath the star, you know, the North Star, which is kind of this guiding light towards home to remind us that like we are capable of finding ourselves again and we're and we're capable of healing. Um, sometimes we have to feel the emotions we're feeling. So if this coming week is exceptionally hard for you emotionally, or you're just feeling really overwhelmed with all of those things that are happening around us, um, it might be a really good opportunity this week to be extra tender with yourself and listen to music that's going to make you feel joyful or sad if it's appropriate. Read books to help you kind of fall in love with realities outside yours and talk to a friend or your partner or, or a sibling, someone that you feel safe with and let them know how you're feeling or what's hard or let them know your dreams and allow yourself the healing of of catharsis, of a cathartic experience, I think is kind of the message here. Um, as we all know, it is that part of the podcast where I, sim I simply go away. <laughs> um, if you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review. Um, I got a review this week, which made me cackle. It was from Nicholas, and Nicholas was saying, I'm here for the everything, but um, especially Gabe getting pied. I would like to tell you all that we are, I believe, about four reviews away between Spotify and Apple of me getting to absolutely obliterate my husband's bearded little face with a pie. Um, as I said, I said earlier in the episode that Gabe and I had marital problems, not marital problems, but like problems connecting after we had a baby, which is super normal. But I would like to cathartically enact that from years ago by shoving a half frozen pie into his face. It would be incredibly healing for me. Let me pie my husband in the face. Um, and I would just like to thank you all for everyone who has reviewed or interacted with the podcast. It means the entire world to me. Um, I have received a couple um, nightmares. And so I think um, to go over. So uh, I think next week we'll go ahead and do a nightmare episode. And you're all going to laugh at me, but I have literally no idea if this is the week Gabe does star shit or not. So he'll take this out if it um, is not. And if he is doing star shit, then he can leave this in and we can all just acknowledge how out of touch with reality I am. Ta-ta! Hey y'all, stay tuned for stars and shit next week. We got a big month of astrology coming up in March and I'm excited to talk about it, but 
I am not ready to do it. <laughs> so, until next time.